0: Here we go again. Ooh, ooh. Here hey. we go again, hey. girl. W G R L. Radio. Radio. Maybe we should make our own intro song. If our it's DJ friend start. doesn't answer us, we can he's just been do that. He's busy on Twitch. I think he's busy. And you know. So, just in full disclosure, to pull the curtain back, because that's what we do here at WGRL, is we asked one of our favorite DJs to make our opening song, and we have not heard back yet. So, we're still holding out for you. Should we say the name?
1: Fingers crossed. Well, maybe not yet.
0: All right. It'll be a surprise for all you listeners out there. Um, But, if he doesn't answer or he has no interest in being a part of the magic that we create here every week Mm. at WGRL... (laughs) Then all of you people over there across the world who are DJs on SoundCloud will hear us, and you can you can make the opening song of WGRL. How about Run, that? it. We'll don't a- walk, to be right.
1: our sound partner.
0: We'll make a contest out of it.
1: Ooh. I like that idea.
0: I know, right? I thought about that. I've been thinking.
1: So, sorry, I've been, uh, I'm diddling a lot and moving as I'm balancing on an exercise ball. I wish it yeah. were for my core work. <laughs> but not today.
0: Heidi <laughs> has her; she's got a new apparatus to help with the the vocal stylings there in her room. As you know, she's I, been a little unhappy with the cavernous sound of her office, and she's now got a what is that called? A uh, what is that?
1: isolation sound? Oh, isolation <laughs> personal booth.
0: A <laughs> mini isolation booth. <laughs> I think it's great. So
1: yeah, it is great, and I hope that it's. I mean, it sounds, it sounds better, in my headphones. Yeah, I think it's going it to sound sounds better. better. So I think so too. It's not the most comfortable, but I'll figure it out. So we'll work you through just it. Look again at my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, you, um I think it's time that I come out to you. On WGRL.
1: Am I, am I ready for this? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't
0: know if you're ready. This is pretty wacky. But as you know, I told you that I had to go get a mammogram and a sonogram because I had a little, some lump in my breast, which my doctor thought was because of the testosterone booster that I was taking last year. <laughs> yeah, up
1: your testosterone.
0: <laughs> 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 and, and for everyone out there that thinks I'm injecting steroids, no, it's not that. It's just was over the counter stuff. And he thinks that even though I started taking it when the pan- pandemic started that that me taking it before that, it was it started these these lumps called gynecomastia in my right nipple. And I remember shopping with lurr for the election um, food the day, the night we were gonna watch the election. And I remember it itching at Whole Foods, and so I reached to scratch it, and it, like, I felt the lump. It was like my body was making it itch so I would touch it. So, of course, I didn't get too freaked out. I told you about it, to a little peaches, and Daddy, about it, and Rob, of course. And, I, uh, you know, I had to go to the doctor, and I finally got in because I guess the, there's the, a crush of appointments after COVID. Everyone's trying to get all of these exams done. It's just a, like, a, like a Chelsea... Uh, you know, center where they do all kinds of imaging, MRIs, CAT scans. So it's like not just a place that you get your breasts examined. So I finally went, and I don't know how y'all do it. Like, I don't have a lot of skin, but that when they tried to do this fucking mammogram, like, you had to squeeze, like, you have a big, huge titty to slap
1: up on that plastic thing. Yeah, when they see me coming, they're like, oh, oh this I is know. An easy exam. <laughs> they must breathe a sigh of relief. They don't have to like try and mold a cone pancake like a a (laughs) cone like they do with you. Like they got to massage it to get a cone pressed up in there. Yeah,
0: You should see what she was trying to do. I mean, it's this little lady that and she's like trying to manipulate me and like, put my arm up above the machine. And like she's pressing it down and pressing it down. And she could be and like when she would get it into like where she wanted it. It would like come out and like she would still (laughs) just be fighting and fighting and fighting it. And so finally, she gets it in there. She's like, okay, are you good? And I'm like, you should see the position I'm in. I mean, it's like Run, acrobats. Run,
1: take the picture.
0: Right, <laughs> then she goes, oh, wait a minute. I need to, hold on. And then she presses that pedal down
1: one more time.
0: Really hard.
1: squeeze it just <laughs> one more. Just
0: to make sure it doesn't pop out from the time that she fucking walks away and goes over to the Even machine. My it
1: might pop like a zit. It's squeezed so tight. I was like, what the fuck?
0: This thing is ridiculous. I could, I'd like the thing that i kept thinking is in today's modern technology with today's modern technology what is this the only way we have to to examine and do an x-ray of someone's breasts
1: and that's an improvement from the first breast exam i ever had uh, yeah i mean it was
0: like whoa and i know you have like a big old titty to put up in there and that's easy for them to do but like i can imagine what that feels like for you to get pressed if she presses your boob, that hard. I mean, it must be flat as a fucking pancake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it,
1: like, <laughs> literally, when you go and order the large plate of pancakes, it's that big around when mine is God. smushed in the machine.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> so I did it, and it was it's a total experience. I've done it before, actually, because I had this same thing happen in my left breast before. And so everything is fine but i you know I was gonna just say to you that my doctor wrote wrote to me and he said everything looks good but here's the fucking hilarious thing that he wrote in the email back to me which I kind of was like, okay dude I think you should probably call me and talk to me about this but he's like okay there's no there's nothing to be alarmed about there's nothing in there um something something and then he goes both breasts are enlarged and so I was like. Okay, so like, I literally, Heidi, am developing breasts. I guess like it's not like, that I have it's not that I have gynecomastia or a lump. I have just like I'm
1: getting breasts. Well, maybe that happens a little bit as you get older when you start to get man titties. I mean, I but I don't have that at all. I, so I'm like zero.
0: Anyway, I'm guess I'm transitioning. I'm here to say I'm coming out. Rob told me here a while back he wants to become non-binary. I'm here to say that I guess I'm coming out as uh, trans and I don't need to have my top surgery.
1: I mean, (laughs) congratulations.
0: Thank you. I'm just jealous because you have your bottom. I don't have my bottom.
1: (laughs) My pussy's amazing.
0: (laughs) Right. And Heidi has an amazing pussy (laughs) and I don't have Uh... any.
1: I'm like, well, I've got breasts. I need the pussy and i can squirt <laughs> and you can squirt and i can squirt <laughs> yeah i don't i'm not gonna say you don't want to i mean, it might be a i think it's a little late i don't think i don't think yeah. this is what's happening i think it's more of covid titty maybe it's COVID. are you doing your chest and arm workouts as much as you should oh
0: my god yes i just did chest today that's
1: that's kind of bizarre that he said that.
0: I know. I do have to call him because I want to be like, okay, dude, like, but let's talk about this and, and kind of put my mind. And it's not that my mind is spinning. I really didn't get on WebMD and be like, oh, my God, what is this? I have not really touched it. He gave me some medicine for it back in December, I guess, when I met with him. And that's taken care of it. It's kind of gone down. And she couldn't even. And so after I did the the mammogram, I had to go do a sonogram. And so when she was doing the sonogram, she had to have the, another, like, senior-looking like looking nurse. I mean, who knows? I mean, the woman was like an actual doctor, it, it appeared to be. She came in to do the sonogram because I guess the other girl couldn't really find it because I started taking the medicine, and it shrunk it. So That's good. Yeah, it's good. But I just thought it was funny when he writes back to me, both <sighs> breasts are enlarged. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I guess I've lived half my life as a man. I'm going to live the rest of my life as a woman. I'm going to get the best of both worlds. Peaches is going to be so jealous.
1: Oh, true. That's true. Oh, my God. So you haven't told her yet.
0: No, I haven't told her yet. Oh, Although good. Peaches Peaches is mostly jealous about squirting. So that's where this yeah. comes in.
1: And I can true. squirt. That's
0: where she's jealous that you can squirt.
1: And I can squirt.
0: <laughs> because she can't I'll squirt. I'll always
1: have that, Peaches. I will always have that.
0: And I think that's why Peaches is so infatuated with squirting is because it's something she can never do.
1: Because she would do it in, she would have done it years ago if oh. she could. Oh, yeah. I know, forever ago. Well, I'll say, can I say, I'm happy that it sounds like it's relatively all good news, other than your breasts are growing. So you can <laughs> figure that out, and you don't have cancer, yeah. and you don't have things happening with your man breasts, other than that they're getting larger. Right. So that's good. That's good news.
0: No, it is good news. But I just had to tell you, I had to save that for the air and for everyone <laughs> yeah. to hear. All of my troubles with my new breasts. I don't know. I think I'm a good A cup right now. <laughs> we'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> you, I think you might be a little smaller because you don't- I'm <laughs> like almost I mean, A cups would never need a bra, really. I need a training but bra. I don't, e- I don't even know about that. I don't even <laughs> think you have nubbins I yet. don't. I really don't. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> That's why it doesn't make any sense. It's kind of funny. I can't wait to hear what he actually says about that. You're like- did you write this, or did you have your assistant write it from your notes? Is this what you meant?
0: No, he wrote it, and it's weird because it's like you know he doesn't yeah. like write an email. Like it's not like hi Neil, da no. It's like just like it's all lowercase. It's like he did it on his phone while he was it's on the train. It's all in their
1: notes, basically, while they're going through your uh, yeah yeah like the notes on your file.
0: Anyway, so that's that. A little <laughs> fun news, with though. my breasts. Who li- who likes to have, who who doesn't like to have fun with their breasts? Here I am. Making light of it, making a joke about it, watch it turn into like some horrible like (laughs) growth. No, it won't. It won't. Knock on wood.
1: Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. (laughs) Exactly. Good. All the bad juju's gone now. Um. So what's been happening other than let's see, you've had a breast exam. What else have you done this week? I've done some things.
0: Have you done some things? Uh. Not a lot. I mean, work is like really crazy. The condo board is just insane. I got to get off this condo board. I kind of last night when I talked to you, I was just so just over all of it. It's just one thing after the other. If you any of you people listening have an opportunity to be on a condo board and think that it's going to be enriching and you're going to learn it. It is both of those things, but you better have an exit plan and you better have a a a beginning and end date because I've been stuck on this and it's now becoming way too much. It's, it's too much. It's too much.
1: I hear you. I heard it last night. I've heard it before. Oh You've heard, it I've before. heard that. I've heard that person I talked to last night before, and I know <sighs> that you are it's- deep in it. And you're the only one that basically has the wherewithal to see this through. And well there's two I other people that, that are better. Might, that are better? Well, that are that
0: are getting better at being involved, I guess I should say.
1: That you can hand this off to? Yeah. Well that's good news. Yeah. That's good. So I'm sorry, I know it's insanity for you on top of everything you do. Well <laughs> which I know is a and lot. I, don't, I know and, it's a lot.
0: And I don't care about all the stuff that I do, because I do do too much, as Howard Stern's mother says. You're doing too much. You are. you. (laughs) And I get it. But you know what? When I think about the things that cause me a lot of stress and anxiety and worry and things that keep me up at night, it's that. It's too much. The pressure. I think you... We're talking millions and millions of dollars of decisions are being made about stuff that I don't really understand, and we don't really have a strong support system, and it is fucking nerve-wracking so anyway i don't want to get bogged down in the condo because it's going to get you a bad mood. but just a
1: little kudos to you from yep. sitting in the same car with you while you've been doing this and just everything that i hear you seem to be doing a really good job for what you just said you know having to make decisions millions yeah. and millions of dollars worth of decisions i think you're handling it really well you're doing a good job um It'll be good when you don't have it, as long as you know, and I know this about you, you need to be able to trust the person that's taking it over. Otherwise, that creates more stress and anguish on your life.
0: Totally. Because, uh, you know, people don't have any sense of, like, taste. So it's like, we're going to replace the side of the building. And, you know, they'll put something up that is just, like, horrific.
1: It doesn't match and it's purple. Right. I'm like, what the
0: fuck world are you living in?
1: We're not putting pig- lipstick on a pig here. Yeah. We're fixing our building that we want to have resell value.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, I know. B- moving on because it just like it's, I, I really kind of like break out in hives thinking about it. And I, I told Rob, I, I get me off this. I got to get out of this. Work is more important. WGRL is more important. Get me off. I want out.
1: Do something. Something's going to happen. I feel it. I feel and the hell. goodness coming from it all.
0: <laughs> um, so I, to-
1: I did a little, um, so I'm really trying to at least one day a week, uh, you know, get out into the great outdoors of the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And yesterday, uh, it was 60 degrees here. Jeez. And so that means it was like 50 in Boulder. And we're like, oh my gosh. We have a choice. So the winds were really high. So we decided let's not go snowboarding because sitting on a lift at the top of a mountain and it's really cold and windy yeah. sucks. So, you know, just uh, we're old lady snowboarders that like it to be. I like it to be 35 plus full sun with no wind <laughs> and fresh and fresh snow, please. Right. But so uh, my friend Shannon and I decided to do a hike. Um, up Flagstaff Mountain, that's outside of Boulder, Chautauqua Park, for anyone that is familiar with Boulder, Colorado. But about six miles back, so up and on the other side of Flagstaff. So beautiful day. I've bought a cheap pair of, like, trek poles because I've been wanting to try them What's for that? hiking. You know, like, hikers that use those poles? Oh, God. Uh, you say, oh, God. <laughs> I'm alive today because of them. Okay. So uh, we set off and it was beautiful. And we had both confirmed we're either going to do like a couple miles and decide to turn around or we're doing the whole 8.2 mile loop. Oh, God. Great. Let's do the 8.2 mile loop. And I did it and I finished. And we did it in like four hours and 20 minutes.
0: Jeez.
1: And it was beautiful. But, you know, didn't have like, oh, we're going to hike to the waterfalls. It was just a nice, beautiful loop that went down the mountain, you know, by the river and it was gorgeous. Everything was beautiful. Made it back. You know, the last miles always the hardest. Of course. There was snow, snow packed, there was slush, there was ice. There was a part that has stairs that's so steep. If I didn't have those poles, I literally would have just had to sit down and go step by step. Oh, oh my ass. god!
0: It's like you were climbing those pyramids or whatever in <laughs> in <laughs> oh Mexico. What is that place down? To, uh,
1: <laughs> is it uh, in? Is it the ruins? The yeah. Mayan ruins? Yeah, in, out of Cancun or yeah. Tulum? Tulum. I yes. mean, so felt very accomplished when we finished it. It was great. Like. I did 30,000 steps yesterday. Uh, All these calories felt great. I got home. I took the hottest bath I could take and put ice packs on my knees. Oh, my God. And this is a shout out to ice packs. If ever (laughs) your muscles hurt, put ice on them. My knees today, it was difficult my legs hurt, and my feet and my ankles. My knees feel amazing because oh, I, wow. I iced them down. <laughs> I well, thought I would never be it- able to hike again after yesterday, or at least I was like, okay, I just fit. I just hit my fifty-two-year-old woman hiking threshold. but I realized that I just need to do four and five miles in the middle of a big hike. Like I can do that again. I mean, sixteen Not, miles. Save one.
0: Sixteen miles is a lot.
1: Oh, it was only eight. Oh, I thought you eight. meant
0: it was, it was eight there and eight back. No, oh, you said it's an eight-mile loop. No,
1: it was it was an eight-mile loop. Oh, okay. But all like this. E-e-e-e- up, down, up, down, switch back, up, down, mountains, wow. Rockies.
0: That's crazy.
1: But it was good. But it felt, you know, it's like the next day I'm like.
0: And there was no snow? You don't have any snow right now, right?
1: Yeah, so there was snow, but like there's no way on a normal snow Colorado year I would have hiked that without right. Like ice crampons, that could have even been like a snowshoeing place. Really, that's how little snow there is. There was plenty of dry patches. It was kind of sad,
0: huh?
1: Like Colorado needs some snow, but well, speaking of snow, that was fun.
0: Yeah, speaking of snow, I found this, this, these. You know, you know, in Texas, of course, you know the horrible weather that happened. The nutty head case conspiracy theorists down there started to circulate the, you know, these, these theories that the snow was fake, right? That, <laughs> that, that it was Bill Gates and the government that had made it snow with this toxic snow on them and have caused all this, pro- all these problems. And so there's this woman who went on to TikTok and she took a ball of snow and she's going to show you, and you can see t- this is this, this is the kind of pe- person I do not feel sorry for, for having gone through what they went through in Texas. When I said last week, I hadn't, I, do not, I do not feel bad for the, these people that voted to deregulate and all this shit, this is the c- person I'm talking to. This idiot right here. that fucking deserves this. Because listen to what she does. She takes this ball of snow, and she takes it inside, and she's going to light it on fire and show you that snow, snow melts. And this snow that she takes catches on fire. Because it's not snow, it's what Bill Gates and the government sent and dumped all over Texas, right?
1: Mm -hmm. And she's just scooped this up out of her front yard, I'm sure. Correct.
0: Of course, right. Listen to this hillbilly.
2: Our government and Bill (laughs) Gates. Thank you, Bill Gates, for trying to fucking trick us that this is real snow. You'll see, it's not melting, and it's going to burn. Snow don't burn. Snow fucking melts.
0: Snow don't burn. Snow don't burn. Listen to her. She's an idiot, and I'd like to talk to her and right now and say, so where's the snow now? If snow doesn't melt, if the snow that you have out there doesn't melt, the bill that Bill Gates and the government sent, where did it go after a week? Where is it? Explain. It's in hell. Right. Hell,
1: Neil. No. It's in hell.
0: Right. The government and Bill Gates, I guess, sent some special wind. That, only, that will only work to make the snow evaporate. These people have <laughs> lost their fucking minds. And it's just the lack of complete logic is where I just get so
1: crazy. And they've been around for a long time. But just... God. It doesn't make... So she lights it and it's not... I want to know where she got it and how is it... Well, it does like catch she, on fire.
0: And if... Well, if Evidently, there is some kind of scientific reason or some kind of a, a re, uh, explainable reason as to why the heat and the the extreme heat and the extreme cold coming together doesn't just melt the snow. If you read about it, I looked at it online, but I was like, I don't care about going to the physics of why this is possible. I just, <laughs> I just know that this woman is a fucking idiot and I want to just bash her head in. Anyway... <laughs> It's just ridiculous. Well, Texas,
1: I mean, this is all Texas. So while yeah. I'm the subject of Texas, right. I also, I tweeted at a um, couple, I tweeted at Cruz and I tweeted some stuff. <laughs> I love that
0: you're <laughs> tweeting at people.
1: Well, <laughs> I w- it all started being a- months ago when I was actually being a troll and I was like, okay, <laughs> stop being this person. You don't want to be this person. So I started one and I was like... No, no, no. Let's be a little more educated about what you're doing and who you're tweeting at. Don't become that person. Those people. Uh but yeah, Ted Cruz, I mean just talking about the picture of like what it make what he looks like when he talks about that he's caring during these um during these hearings. Yeah. During the cabinet hearings. Oh yeah, and he's like, texting. he cared so much. Like your your view of caring is all over the internet when you're t- State was going down. You took off for Mexico. Yeah. But it was just funny. And I had a bunch of people that liked my tweet.
3: (laughs) You're kidding me. Oh my God. You're lying. Not
1: Not lying.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. You're trending. Look at you. You're becoming a Twitter (laughs) influencer.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's going to be massive. So when it's time to promote this, I mean, I'll have tens of thousands of tweet followers or six. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Hey,
0: six is, that's good enough.
1: But so just in the beauty of texas there's this guy that i follow he he pulls out some good information he's kind of a a ranter and uh not a ranter he gives us information and information that not a lot of people all over the place would know because there's probably a lot of stuff around there that the news is never going to put out because they don't want us to know what's going on uh his name is josh Helfgott, and i follow him on twitter And uh, so when Texas was getting pounded with snow and people were freezing and pipes were bursting and roofs were caving in from burst pipes and lives were being destroyed, this was happening.
0: Uh, Would the Texas governor rant? Is that what you want? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, the Texas... You got a cue. (laughs) So Hati sent me the clip that she wants me
1: to... I thought I I I set it up enough. Sorry. Well, no, I knew, but but for the audience to know
0: and understand. Hati sent me clips, so she's pulled a clip that she... This is is the Texas governor rant, rant, right?
1: Well, it's about what the governor did while people
2: were freezing and Chick-fil-A. All right, here we go. Last year, when the governor of Texas should have been fixing his power grid, he did this.
3: <laughs> Chick fil A bill, it's now law in Texas.
2: <laughs> Why is Chick-fil-A more important than the power grid? The answer to that, gay people. In 2019, Chick-fil-A was not allowed to open in the San Antonio airport because of their anti-LGBT behavior and the millions they donated to gay conversion therapy. But the governor of Texas loves conversion therapy. If you look at the blue <laughs> on this map of all the places conversion therapy is banned, Texas is empty. And that's on purpose. Over the last year, instead of fixing the power grid, Texas Republicans accused gay people of pedophilia, saved Chick-fil-A, and last month introduced a bill that would charge doctors with child abuse if they treated a trans child. Because Republicans Americans will not be stopped fixing the gay problem that doesn't exist while millions of Texans suffer.
0: Uh, these things like this just make me fucking crazy. It's just insane. I know, insane. but I think they're so
1: important to put out there because, like, yeah. I didn't know that. I knew Chick fil A was evil and. Texas was evil So hey Why not put the two together And so first of all I was wrong This did not happen Just while t- You know I said this was happening While Texas was freezing over But it wasn't This happened you know A year or two ago When it was all happening But still Right I mean I love when he was like Fix the gay problem That doesn't exist <laughs> In Texas You know And then
0: I would say this If you're in living in Texas And gay And it's like You gotta get the fuck out I lived down there You gotta get the fuck out You gotta get the fuck out of there and you know it's like the people that are down there, like the lady that's burning the snow, I don't feel sorry for you. I don't feel sorry for you. You're a fucking idiot and you deserve it. I just don't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I mean it's I yeah. was texting with my aunt who lives in San Antonio and uh just be like, Hey, I hope you're okay and things are alright. She's like, Yeah, last week was really bad, but you know, everything's turning around, be okay. She said, why is it that Texans only like to vote in Republicans when Republicans can't govern? They, can't. they do not govern people. Nope. And I'm like, I know, and she's, you know, my hard Democrat aunt and she's awesome and I'm like, I know and she's always fighting the good fight but, uh, for Texas and Democrats, yeah. but damn. It's ridiculous. I said to Rita, "Hey, what about Texas?" And then I saw that I'm like I would never live in Texas but ah oh,
0: jeez no don't do it. Keith and Fay, you know, they disappointed me. Not disappointed me, I shouldn't say that. If they hear this, it's not what I mean. But they want to potentially move back to San Antonio. That's going to be kind of where they end up. Maybe they'll go to Korea after this next like 2 years, I think, here in DC or there in DC. Um then they go then they want to maybe eventually end up in San Antonio and I've said, "Why?" Guys, why? But there's reasons why, military reasons why. There's a great hospital in San Antonio, so I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, there's there's great hospitals and military bases all over. So, but whatever. I saw this riddle on Instagram <laughs> that fits this perfectly. Heidi, why can't we fly a copter to Mars, but we can't turn on a light in Texas? You're supposed to say, Why? 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 <laughs> because scientists are in charge of Mars and conspiracy theorists are in charge of Texas.
1: <laughs> Isn't that great? It's just ridiculous. And true. And true.
0: <laughs> and, true. and true. You have it's, all of these people in office who are in charge of Texas and they all believe in these conspiracy theories.
1: I almost threw a shoe at the television during the hearing confirmations for, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but for the... um. <clears throat> The new uh, I'm why am I having I'm totally having a brain melt right now.
0: <laughs> the con- Sorry, I just had for a- Biden's uh, cabinet.
1: Yeah, but who's the the guy? His um
0: I don't know. That t- I haven't been watching it. Attorney you, general, I- his attorney
1: general. Okay, I don't anyway, know. so and I almost threw a shoe t- at the television when I saw Ted Cruz and heard his voice. I heard his voice before I saw his face, and I was just like, yeah. "You would even think like get the." Fuck out of Washington and get to Texas. I know. You can do this by Zoom. He just doesn't give two shits. Anyway, I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Then you can hear me talk about it on Twitter. Right. I'm at H2Nose. F- follow, follow Heidi's... <laughs> follow me at, in- at H2Nose. <laughs> H, the number two, K-N-O-W-S.
0: <laughs> say, it, say it one more time so everyone can be sure say it right too.
1: At capital H, as in Heidi... The number two, K N O W S. All right, H two
0: knows. H two knows. There we go. Everybody, go follow Heidi, and you can watch her incite riots and (laughs) fuel
1: (laughs) and fuel (laughs) the evil side. Exactly. Watch her
0: become a troll before your very eyes. You know, there's been fun. It's fun. It's it's kind of it's funny you say that because there's 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 a couple of times when I've started to write things on Instagram or write like personal. DMs to people, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gonna do this. I can't do it. I can't.
1: I try to channel your "I can't" spirit when I feel like being an evil cunt. Yeah, because I'm like Neil would say, "Oh boy, girl, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, you're right. Delete, delete, delete. Don't do it. Don't do it."
0: Sometimes I would. I think I've only done it a couple of times, really. Uh, yeah, but I, it's it's tempting. It is.
1: I I got I definitely got some joy. Even like my little brother and he's like, when I was tweeting at um forty five at Trump, he's like, You're just feeding into the shit that you know, you're just one more person that he sees the numbers, he doesn't care, and I'm like, Somebody read it and it was mean and I don't care. Yeah, and you know it's what? cruel and great. With
0: him with him, I think it's a there's an exception on being a troll. I think it's okay. I think that <laughs> one you can just fucking unleash whatever you want. And it's okay. Uh,
1: thank you. <laughs> so one last thing in the little uh politic world of yeah. Joe Biden. It was funny, like we're sitting there today and Rita um says, I mean, they just won't leave him alone, will they? And I'm like, uh, welcome to America? What part of this is what every politician and administration does to the one leaving or coming in. Or of coming course. in. It's just this is what they do. But so also hearings today for uh near tandem, um, which were a little that are a little shaky and the you know, there's Manchin is saying he's not going to, you know, vote her in. This is the uh, managerial manager of the budget. This is, I think yeah. that's what her role is.
0: Yeah, because I guess evidently she I kind of been following this, but I, I got to tell you, I've really kept my bargain or my end of the bargain in terms of not really following the news and watching CNN all day. Like I do have it on to like see the headlines after when I go make coffee or something. But like you were talking about just a second ago, some other guy and like the only reason I know about her is because I guess she wrote all these explosive tweets about people, which I was kind of laughing at when that one Kentucky senator or Louisiana senator was like quoting him to her. And it's almost like she was like about to crack up laughing.
1: (laughs) Well, so I have a couple of them here and I knew you'd appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. First of all. I'm really proud of you because sometimes I pay a little more attention to the news because I'm like, oh, fucking Neil is going to clock me for not <laughs> having a little pulse on the news. And Rita almost always has the news on at some point, and I can't always turn it off and be like, I'm going to watch Pit Stop. I need you to stop watching the news, right? So I get a little news in, but so, um, so she called uh, at the time. She called Senator, I mean, the Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell when he was uh, he the minority now. She used to call him Voldemort. <laughs> yep. I heard that one. Just to be mean, which is great. Uh in um twenty seventeen, the Rupert Murdoch's when M- Rupert Murdoch's house caught on fire, she tweeted, There is a God, and she's unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god. I think that's fabulous. And then another one I've got is what, you know, so her and Bernie Sanders, I guess I didn't I haven't read too much, but they've gone back and forth and yeah. her with his team quite a bit. Um but I love it. They're like, but his supporters were so legendary that Senator Senator John Kennedy, Republican Louisiana, told Tandon at her confirmation hearing today, quote, you called Sanders everything but an ignorant slut. And quote, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and said she disputed that characterization. But you know what? But 45 became the president and he outright said, I grabbed her pussy.
0: Right. And he
1: became the president of the United States. And this woman can't call some people out. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's what I was like, I need to talk about this little bit of the double standard because it's still huge. And the MO for the Republicans, like, grow the fuck up and get over it. Pay attention to the country you live in. They are attacking all women and all people of color on the cabinet and making it difficult for them to pass. I'm like, really? You're still fucking oh. doing this?
0: Oh, I see. You think it's just because it's a one? Oh, I see. That's interesting.
1: It's huge. And she happens to be a woman of color.
0: Right. No, I, I did notice that part.
1: They are attacking. It's just, it's pathetic. It's like, come on. Not that I expect. I always have that stupid little Tinkerbell glitter of hope. Glimmer of fucking hope. And I'm like, good God, Right. Anywho. Anywho. This just in. I... Flight... Flight 328 on Saturday. Wait. A Boeing 777. Oh. You didn't give me... I thought the dee 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 would clue it.
0: Do it again. Do it again.
1: Get ready? And this just in. dee 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 dee
0: Here's Heidi Holting from Denver with some breaking news.
1: On Saturday afternoon parts from a united flight fell from the sky and landed in neighborhoods around Broomfield, Colorado, just northwest <laughs> of DIA, Denver International Airport. What happened, they say, at 12:15 on Saturday, a Boeing 777 out 12:15 leaving Denver International Airport, flight 328 departed, departing for Honolulu, Hawaii full of 277 passengers, full of joy and happiness. They were going to leave COVID and get a (laughs) sunny vacation. Uh, But, oops, reported by Alex can't remember, spokesperson for Denver International Airport. The plane turned immediately around when there was a quote unquote, reported an issue from an engine. Failure of the right engine and parts of that engine fell from the sky and landed in Broomfield, Colorado. No injuries on the ground or from any of the 277 passengers. Thank goodness for small miracles Back to you, Neil. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Hottie. That was a great report. (laughs) Now on to Peaches with the weather. (laughs) Peaches, that's too much cleavage for this show. (laughs) But how close Or not enough. How close was this plane engine falling from you? So I live in North Glen, which neighbors Broomfield. It was like I don't know, a couple few miles when they found these pieces. You should look it up to see how big some of these pieces were that fell. Could you imagine, what was that movie? Isn't that Donnie Darko, where the engine fell into the house?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) But, so I would say maybe for, so Heidi's stock tip for the week, buy Boeing.
0: (laughs) Right. Buy Boeing, exactly. Oh, my God. That's great. Well. Yeah,
1: so it was just, it was trippy, and I'm like, uh. Oh, could you imagine just literally you're out there like something seriously is fucking coming down from the sky and it's a big piece of metal. I know.
0: Well, as you say, people are flying around and starting to, you know, travel more and like you get away from COVID and everything. The The thing that I noticed is there's definitely the dance floors are starting to open up. You know, we do like to feature dance parties here and we Harina do enjoy going to the dance floor. Um, but P-Town Carnival is allegedly happening. The theme is somewhere over the rainbow. I'm like, we'll see if this actually comes to fruition, okay? But uh, I saw that Jake Resnickow is having a secret garden event, which is like an open air. Hold on, I have some. I have a picture here of it. <clears throat> it's an open air. It's got a guy. Here you go. I'm showing Hadi on the camera. You can look this secret up yourself. Garden. Ooh, secret garden. Secret garden. Oh, they're holding the apple. They're holding the apple.
1: Unforbidden fruit.
0: Right. And it's evidently an open air dance party. And so I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, Jake is like, you know, he's trying to like get something going, but is it too soon? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if this actually so, happens.
1: I'd like to piggyback on that with I think it will be okay. I think it's the, I think this is gonna be according the according to new dance floor. the Biden administration by July. Anyone and everyone that wants a vaccination will be available. Will be able to get one. So by choice, because they're not mandatory. If you want a vaccination by the end of the Jul- by end of July, you and CDC and fingers crossed, our good pal Fauci, yeah, this you'll is be March- able to get a vaccine. And so that's in late August.
0: This is well, this this event he's having is March sixth. So you know that's a little little that's like next weekend.
1: So. Oh wait, is that to raise money for? Oh, you're saying that's just the first event, no, or no, an that's, event, open air event? Is,
0: no, no, that is an event he's hosting on March sixth.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was wrapped in with carnival for no, 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 uh, carnival for P-Town. No, no, really? just generally, I My was bad. just
0: saying that dance floors are opening up and like starting to. I think that I think that we're going to see a lot more of this open air, um, <sighs> that's er- you know, that's people early. outside dancing around. Uh, Instead of inside, I think that maybe, maybe that's going to go by the wayside. We'll see. But speaking of some drama on the dance floor and some controversy that has arisen that has to do with the dance floor, our give friend, it to me, honey. Oh, you're going to love this. I mean, you are going to love it. Our friend, should I get Lo- the popcorn, you should get the popcorn. Our friend, okay. Logan Hardcore. She is a legendary queen. I say legendary here in New York, but just because she's fucking amazing. If anyone has ever seen a Logan Hardcore show, you know it is just transformative. I mean, it's amazing, especially her shows in Fire Island. Heidi, we've been to many of them, and they're just so much fun. She's just amazing. But Amazing, absolutely. She has a new podcast out called Logan Hardcore's Honest Tea, H-O-N-E-S-T, T-E-A as in like tea, spill the tea, get it? Uh, and she <laughs> made a comment on her podcast this week about circuit queens flying all over during a pandemic and called them trash and drew a correlation between them and meth heads. So she 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 definitely took some fire for this from this DJ named Eugene McDermott, DJ Eugene. He heard this and, you know, him being a DJ and kind of like being like in the circuit scene himself, like we're in the circuit scene, Heidi, but like we're not like doing this shit. So, no, I, I'm, right, Logan is justified in what she's saying. So you know he got all butt hurt over this, and he made this IG live story at three thirty in the morning on Tuesday, and he starts talking about she needs to be canceled by everyone, and needs to cut. Call, he called out on new now next and logo to cancel her, and it's so great because he's in what looks like to be like this attic where there's just shit piled everywhere, most notably like this like big teddy bear beside him. And Logan had a ball with that. I mean, she was like bussing the fuck out of this place because she got pissed off. And, you know, he's upset about everyone calling out Circuit Queens like gays over COVID, right? So he made this rant talking about how, you know, she, her words matter and she shouldn't be saying what she said because people are going to hear that and just because they're at a dance party doesn't mean that they're on meth. And it's just like, you know, shut the fuck up, dude. Like someone's trying to like make a story. They're trying to Talk extemporaneously like we do here, trying to make us think something funny. She just made a comment, and he got offended. So he made this IG story bashing her and calling for her cancellation. Again, this whole cancel shit. This is this is an example of where cancel culture is out of control. It's so stupid. Um, but he he she invited him to come onto her Instagram live on Tuesday to talk about it during the day after he made. The video in the middle of the night. He, she, Logan, to her credit, invited him to come on to her Instagram live and to talk about it. And it's like you—you you can hear it in his voice. And you know, he did it. He came on her Instagram live, and he's just one of those people who he likes to use like these these words like um mental health crisis and. Feelings and uh, words matter and silenced. It's like these buzzwords that all these people say now because they want to hide behind them and and try to get sympathy. And it's just fucking, it's, it's, Logan just levels him. And I just think it's the greatest fucking thing. Logan was sitting there with this look on her face that was so priceless. You got to watch it. She put it up on her Instagram and she's looking like, just like, mm hmm, the entire time. Just like, really, bitch? And she's drinking, and I know you're gonna fucking love this. She's taking sips while he's talking for he talks a long time at the beginning for a good like you know three or four or five minutes. she just lets him go. and while he's talking, she's taking sips out of her not today Satan mug, <laughs> which is a tribute to her friend Bianca del Rio, and it's That's the greatest thing. Fabulous. And so <laughs> I pulled these clips because you've got to hear the stuff that she says to him. It is so hilarious. And you know what? I'm actually thinking I didn't actually pull them into a... <laughs> 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 After all of that. Hold on. I got them right here. Let me just drag them I over. mean,
1: uh, just so everybody knows, I am working with a busy drag queen over That's there. That's right. I mean, Denver to New York. Those New York studios are busy. <laughs> and they are. All right. Here's Logan's first... This is the opening
0: up and where he is accusing her of using the word meth a lot and... um. She, she defends it, saying, basically, I think it's funny, and I'm going to fucking talk about you if you do this stupid shit during a pandemic.
3: And maybe I said meth-head one too many times, or meth out, but I when you... Church, but you,
2: you refer to it quite a few times and laugh at it in your podcast. I, I well, listen... I
3: think it's funny. I do but... think it's funny that these people make this choice to do it. They, they, if you have to make, if you have to be on meth and go to a circuit party that, in the middle of a global pandemic, I'm going to call you trash and say not, I don't want to associate with you.
2: And here's the <laughs> issue: it's not a choice.
0: I love it. It's like she totally has an answer. I mean, she fucking gets him on everything. Um, here's where she's basically saying people at an all-night rave are not fucking, are not, um, are not sober. And her justification, because he's basically saying, we lost a lot in this pandemic. Like, we lost all this shit, you know, all these, we we lost community, and she's got the perfect answer.
2: Need to talk about it in a way that isn't blanket calling people meth heads because they were seen in an apartment,
3: again, of which I don't condone, but it further isolates. yeah um with that hold on because i call people meth heads because they were at a 24-hour rave that was going on from all night into the morning and you don't do that if you're sober so there's that's going (laughs) to be um and i also want to say just before (laughs) things get lost you said that covid makes people um you know we all lost our communities every everyone did teachers did Every Broadway community, they're not out yep. doing the things that this one cert- certain group is, and I don't feel like I have to tiptoe over speaking very openly and honestly about it, because quite honestly, the following that I do have, 99.9% of them agree with what I said, and people right. just don't have the platform to say it.
0: I mean, isn't that great?
1: That's really great. She's and totally she's just, right. she's like, shutting him up. Like, don't... Everybody lost a lot of... Right. I mean, don't, quit your crying.
0: Like, you don't have to get on a plane and fly to meet your friends. You can do it within the guidelines, you idiot. And this guy, I'm like looking at this guy, and he sounds like Steve-O. You remember that guy from Jackass? He yeah, sounds just he like does. Steve-O.
1: That's funny.
0: I like Steve-O. And it's kind of like he's getting knocked in the head, because this guy's a, such a douche. DJ Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, she's basically saying you don't have to get on a plane and fly to, to a circuit party on New Year's Eve to see your fucking friends.
3: Yeah, I mean, some people are lucky that we have people in our lives, and some people aren't. But I'm going to say, if we're singling out of people that are a group of a community that are relying on these kikis and parties because they're locked down, you have friends. You have the friends in this kiki and party. People don't go to circuit parties alone right. and just stand there. Right. So. You're able to call your friends and meet outside and follow the rules. You don't have to get on a plane and travel to Mexico on New Year's Eve and go to a circuit party. Listen, I agree.
0: Boom. (laughs) Listen, I agree. And that's the other great thing about this is the guy agrees with her. And she actually says this to him later on. I'm going to play it for you. (laughs) But he agrees with every fucking thing she says.
1: (laughs) He already has. I know. What's the controversy? (laughs) It's the greatest
0: thing ever every single thing she comes back and just nails him to the wall on. He's like, <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> and meanwhile, the teddy bear's in the background listening, and you're, you gotta go watch this, because I'm just focused on the teddy bear. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Here she is calling out, basically, Mexico didn't want you coming down. Like,
2: get the fuck out. There are people who are already struggling, and when you have your back
3: against the wall, people go on the defense. It's uh, it's and it's, And it's... But if you weren't out doing shit you shouldn't be doing, your back wouldn't be against a wall. And that's the problem here. Take accountability. I (laughs) fucked up. I went to a circuit party. Don't (laughs) hide behind mental health and don't hide behind drug issues. You were privileged and got on a plane and went thinking you're going to live your fucking best life. Rather, who the fuck cares? That's what these people thought. They listened. A Mexican government said they didn't want people there and they continued to go. I, I, a party, an entire circuit party had to move states in Mexico. I hear and you. they went. I hear so you. that's not mental health. That's blatant white privilege and just being privileged in general. Right, right. And and again, I'm not disagreeing with right, you on that.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> isn't that great? Go, Logan. I love <laughs> yeah, it. No, you're right. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Right. Then, isn't it, isn't what wonderful? was your three thirty AM rant about I know. <laughs> Oh, it's
0: just the greatest rebuttal. And I'm so glad that she was (laughs) like, had him on and she let him talk. You need to go watch it. I mean, this goes for 40 minutes or so, 45 minutes. And he does, he does a lot of the talking, but when she decided to talk, it was just like a bulldozer that just came and leveled him. (laughs) He, he was talking (laughs) to her about being part of the community and having a platform at some point and you know talking about how we all need to be one big happy family and how we are and all this shit we need to be better what can we do to be better you know it's that whole rhetoric that they have to go to
1: fucking mexico to start yeah fuck
0: you here he here he goes talking about when you know he's trying to talk to her about community and she fucking is she has something to say about community
3: you're choosing to focus on one thing that I said, like, that I don't hang out with the trash of the community. I right. don't. And our community has never been one big happy family. Before Drag Race, no one even wanted to talk to femme gays. So let's not act like we're all one big happy family. I agree.
1: Go, Logan. Wait. Uh, Eugene, do you agree? <laughs> yeah, no, right. I need to isolate that. <laughs> I wonder if I can. Hold
0: on. Hey, I agree. Eugene. You're choosing hey, to Eugene, focus do on you agree? one thing. Hold on. Let me see if I can oscillate that. I'll send it to Logan.
2: I agree. I agree. I agree. Logan should just play this. I agree. I agree. I agree. I
0: agree. fabulous. Oh, my God. Hey, Eugene, do you agree? I'm going to watch it. I agree.
2: Do you agree? I agree. I agree.
1: Eugene, do you think it was a good idea to go down to Mexico or that you weren't wanted for a circuit dance party?
2: Right. I agree.
0: I'm going to pull that for myself. Yeah. I
2: agree.
0: <laughs> uh, here she is defending the fact that this is her fucking platform, and she's going to say what she wants. And basically, what she says is what people are thinking. And I, I she, what she's
3: saying is what I'm thinking. I'm right there with her. I'm like, hit it, girl. Do you really need to use your platform to demean them? And yeah, use- that's my po- my v- opinion, yeah. and my voice. And that's the great thing about. Wait,
0: hold on. You got to go back and hear this. I love it. Do you really need to use your platform to demean them?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah
3: do you really need to use your platform to demean them and yeah use- <laughs> that's my po- my opinion and my voice and that's the great thing about this is we can all have our platform people so you- come to me because my anyway. opinion is i put it the way i do it's blunt it's harsh and it's unedited i don't have a pr team behind me nor do i need one because i think frankly the shit i say is what everyone's actually thinking
1: Go, Logan. <laughs> is good? We don't have a PR team behind us either. Right. Let's well, team up.
0: <laughs> we're saying shit here that's going to get us sued, too. <laughs> Logan, let's join oh forces. God.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Do I
1: look. Look at. I'm sorry. I know you can't say this, listeners, but look at this horse face.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> sorry, with the view of, that Neil has of you right now um, and this microphone. He
0: actually. Face. Was trying to say that, you know, he almost criticizing her about her Black Lives Matter and what she's done and how she should use her platform to raise money and stuff like that. And it's like, you can't say that to someone like, like Logan or some of these local drag queens that live and breathe events that raise money for stuff like this. It's just the most idiotic, stupid retort that you could have to say, I mean he even acknowledges he's been to her shows and he knows what she's done. It's like, then shut the fuck up. Like, you don't know what you're doing, dudes. You're in the wrong, you're in the deep end, honey. And you need to be in the kiddie pool because she is going to eat you. And you don't know how to swim. No.
3: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I've used my influence. I've raised thousands of dollars for Black Lives Matter and donated them. I've spoken on my concerns with the gay community and the pandemic. Just because your feelings and views don't align with mine doesn't mean that I'm not using my platform. I am. And I'm using it how I would like to and using the language that I want to. And it's not for anyone to tell me (laughs) how to use my voice, my platform, and my mediums. It's not for anyone. I'm not managed by a management company, so until that day, I'll say whatever the fuck I want to, however the fuck I want to. And that's fair.
2: And that's fair. I agree. <laughs>
0: that's, and that's, I agree. That's the same thing here. Let me isolate that. That's fair, because I need that's fair, too, to go with I agree.
2: And that's fair. And that's fair. <laughs> and that's fair. I agree. And that's fair. That's great. And that's fair. I agree. <laughs> Do you agree? <laughs> and is it fair? And that's yes. fair.
0: <laughs> um, and here I thought this was interesting. Now this I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Wow!" I didn't know about this. She talks about how basically Jake Resnick, I guess flew in AV equipment. Jake Resnick, who we were just talking about in that—that's having that secret garden event—flew equipment in to New York and had it freighted over to Fire Island during the pandemic and had like some underground parties for hundreds of people. I was like, "Damn, that's like." That's kind of explosive.
2: Uh.
0: Yeah, that's pretty bad. No, not a good look, Jake. Not a good look, dude.
2: Fire Island was raised in the in the in the public release with Cuomo the next day.
3: It, well, it should have been. But, no, 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 It should <laughs> not. Do not Maybe Jake Resnickow shouldn't have flown out, sound and audio shit, freighted it over there, and had four underground events at three different venues. Don't do it. I agree Damn with you man. on
2: that. <laughs> is <great>? I
0: agree. <laughs> I agree with you on that. <laughs> I need to put then that. Then why me.
1: is it okay to go to Mexico but not Fire Island?
0: Right. With you on that. Oh, I can't isolate that quickly. Uh, all right. So th- I mean, it, can you believe that that Jake did that? I can believe it. I can totally believe it. I
1: can. But maybe also like he he diverted um, news when he did his really. When he did his pandemic weekend, that right. first event that he did. that in was the very In the Poconos, thank you. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe getting ready, but that's, for you even not to hear about that, that's uh, he, I know. That's pretty under wraps. Usually I know that stuff. I've got my ear I to know. the ground. You do have it to the pulse, the circuit pulse. Here wow. towards
0: the end of the show, she challenges him on what he has done for Black Lives Matter because she went into his Instagram And looked for any kind of post or any indication that he was using his platform to promote Black Lives Matter. And so she fucking nails him on this. Um, And the last thing, because I have to get back to my job that pays for my bills. Oh, wait. Sorry, one thing before I play that, because she kind of addresses it here. In his rant, he made a comment about how she has a house and she has a husband that basically pays for everything for her. And she really doesn't have a job. She just does a podcast and is a New York drag queen. But meanwhile, you know she has a job. She works in finance. She's an
1: somewhere.
0: accountant. She's an accounts payable specialist.
1: She's an accounts payable specialist.
0: That's right. <laughs> and so she, she addresses that here because that fucking pissed her off when he said that <laughs> in his rant, which shit fucking should have.
1: It should.
3: I agree.
0: <laughs> here we
3: go. Um, And the last thing, because I have to get back to my job that pays for my bills to live in my house because my husband doesn't do it. If you have all of this and you're so let's be together, let's be a community, where was anything of a post that I could find that was in support of the Black Lives Matter movement during this past summer? Are you kidding me? (laughs) No, I'm not. You (laughs) want to preach together in community. Sure, sure. It takes five minutes, even if you're off social media, to pick up your phone. Absolutely. So You can't then use Black Lives Matter a hundred times in comparison. Because so, there's nothing.
2: So what I did was, um, I, after I made my initial video and I really struggled um, with my own mental health, uh. the way that I fuel my response is through music. I, I'm a DJ and I'm a producer. And if you listen to my set, my set is entirely focused on the Black Lives Matter movement. I use Fabulous's Breathe going into They Don't Really Care About Us as a remix.
0: I mean, he goes on and on. I mean, it's yawn. Yeah, Heidi's yawning, and it's like you did one remix about Black Lives Matter. Like I saw Logan was getting water bottles and making like care packages to take to the protesters up in the Bronx, and in like to, with Marty Gould coming, Marty Marty Gould Cummings making little packages to go hand out to people on the street in the in the hell of summer. Like <sighs> she's like, "Don't come at me! Don't come for me! You fucking piece of shit!"
1: Wow. And um, <laughs>
0: She's so fucking. She's hardcore. Oh, she. There's a reason her name is Logan Hardcore. She is hardcore. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's where she's, where he nails her on, on him agreeing
2: with everything, which I thought was the greatest thing. I, I, I thank you for inviting me on this. I think mm-hmm. that after the conversation because I think we agree more than we disagree. And I think I, you agree with everything I said. It's, I, it's, it's a matter of approach. That is, that's what I'm getting at. And, and honestly, I'm saying this as constructive criticism. You do good for the community. Thank you.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. well, wow, coming from you, Eugene, yeah. means nothing. Right. I'm
0: sure Logan is now feels validated now that Eugene uh, has uh, told finally. her you do good for the community. Oh, thank you, Eugene. Thank <laughs> you. I can now go live. First of
1: all, that name. DJ Eugene DJ
0: Eugene and you, the way he spells it is so obnoxious it's e and then it's u and it has a long uh, a long sound over the u over two E. Uh. and it's like g n e or something like that it's like it's supposed to be like this you know very uh, all, all avant-garde or way of, yeah
1: posh dj name <laughs> bro posh dj uh.
0: But I thought it was great. I thought she did a great job. I mean, I would never, ever go toe-to-toe with Logan Hardcore on something like this. I, you're just the an idiot.
1: only time I'm toe-to-toe with her is handing her a cocktail, which I wouldn't anymore because <laughs> she's sober or giving her bills. Right. Other than that, I am praising her and stepping away. She'll eat
0: me. She will <laughs> eat you. I mean, she's awesome. Uh, but Amazing. T- it was so great because she ends the... the the Instagram live, she basically cuts him off and is basically like, let's just get this over with. We're done. We just agree to disagree and thank you for coming on. And she just ends the Instagram live. But then she just sits there and she's like, uh, she's like, that was interesting. She's talks about her white privilege. She's like, and so I want everyone to go subscribe to the Logan Hardcore Honesty podcast and Venmo me at Logan Hardcore on Venmo because I'm privileged. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's really good. so, I had to play you some Logan Hardcore clips because she just fucking nailed that guy. And he's just, uh, you know, I think I would maybe, I think I'm going to whisper this to you. I think I would like hate fuck him because he I already looks knew cute. that. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs>
1: yes. I knew when you started talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would never fuck him and enjoy it, but I think I would just like <laughs> rip his asshole. I'd fuck him so hard to hurt him.
1: Oh, that's sweet. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh,
1: well, when you're New York City Drag Queen's uh, podcast, well, and she's now going to be doing, you know, her podcast, I'm assuming, from um, Palm Springs. Uh, You did mention her. Bianca Del Rio's podcast starts on March 4th.
0: Oh, she's going to do a podcast. Yep.
1: Oh, then that Start- means
0: her and Bianca will cross promote. They'll be on each other's I podcast. Think I mean her so. and uh, Logan will be on each other's podcast.
1: Um so and I th- I think when I saw that, I was like, I think that's why she's really heavy on Twitter right now. She's in my feed a lot. Like constantly. I'm reading the stuff she's posting all day. Oh, I see. So yeah. I think that's that's pretty cool. Well, she's a machine.
0: Um, she knows what she's doing.
1: Oh, I cannot wait yeah. to listen to that. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh talking about Drag queens. I am obsessed with Trixie Mattel's pit stop right now. Not even right now. I think I will be. <laughs> For the
2: rest
3: of my life. Best drag queen win!
0: What were you saying? (laughs) (laughs) I am just in uh, love love with Trixie
1: Mattel's pit stop. And maybe it's just because I'm kind of new to it and just the bussing left and right. And she's just funny. Trixie, her questions are good. It's well produced. It's 20, 25 minutes. They talk about all the looks, all the queens. And she's just funny. But um, I sent you something. You know, they were talking about candy. And Candy Muse is reaching for everything, which I thought was funny. Well, first uh, of all, her guest this week was Jan. Um, Jan?
0: Oh, God. Jan annoys me.
1: I know she does. And she was somewhat annoying on this, but there was a couple good moments. She
0: reminds me of Elliot with two Ts. Ugh. <laughs> Useless.
1: <laughs> that makes, that Useless. makes a lot of sense. Um, But so, you know, just to kind of set up the clip, they were talking about... um. Uh, Trixie asks Jan if she thinks that Tina Burner likes the colors yellow and orange or yellow and red. (sighs) Okay. And uh, Jan said something really funny. She's like, She does. I really appreciate that she's really trying to brand herself. She goes, But could you make it pretty? (laughs) And Trixie just started dying. But Trixie had this line that was so funny about what Tina's doing to get her outfits. And go ahead. Also, I have to ask a, a very brave, yet controversial, yet brave question. Do you think Tina Burner likes the colors red and yellow? Thank you so much for your bravery in asking that question. Vulnerability. It's really vulnerable. Yeah, ah! Yes, it is. And, um, I do think that she likes
2: the colors. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm gonna say this. I'm so happy that Tina wants to have a brand. I think it's so important to have people identify to the brand of yourself. But mama, let's make it pretty. Like, I ah! like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and I love Tina so much. She looks like she lost her drag on the way to Drag
1: Race
3: and swung by the McDonald's and picked up one of every outfit. I need a shift lead. I need a cashier and a drive-through window outfit, please. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I just loved that. It was such a great read. I thought it was hilarious.
0: It is. And, you know, and I, I had such high hopes for Tina going into this. And I've seen her in Fire Island. I think she's friends with Logan, too. Uh I just don't love her on Drag Race. I don't know why. I think I'm kind of sick of seeing the, the red and yellow. I'm like, girl, do something different. Uh- she spent a lot of money on those costumes and getting ready for this season, you can tell. But it's yeah. kind of the same thing. And I'm surprised Michelle Visage hasn't clocked her
1: on this. Well, she did at the beginning. She clocked her early. Yeah. Um. About, you know, give me another color. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I did... Uh, <laughs> what was it? It was funny. So there was tons of uh, Twitter about, you know, that she was really... That Tina Burner did a really good job on social media, the Rusical, yep. which was you know the challenge, which was the, the talent challenge this week or last week. And um, you know just so many people coming out and being like, what are you talking about? Tina did a great job. She narrated the whole thing, which I really think she did. She did a good job. And then they read her for literally like the last two seconds. But at one point... Um, she did do a good job. The, yeah, it was really yeah, good. She and did. on Pit Stop they were like she said the read to Michelle was like, How could Michelle even see? She's sixty feet away behind plexiglass between those four packs of eyelashes. How could she see a lip sync? Oh god. And I just thought it was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> she did uh, do a good job. Good. I
0: agree. It was it was good. She did a she did a great job. But the thing I would say about the US that I kept noticing is because it's funny but rob and i watched it separately he stayed in dc last weekend i was in new york and we watched it separately (laughs) we're so cute i said okay are you ready to watch drag race and so he turned it on in dc and i turned it on in new york and so we watched uk first and then we watched the u.s (laughs) next
1: it's like you're dating (laughs) it totally
0: is it's like we're dating during the pandemic
1: (laughs) just so you guys know like right now neil's Almost got little blushy cheeks because it's so cute.
0: No, you know why I have blushy cheeks? Because I am burning up in this room. Because Rob just came home. He's in the room. He's in the living room. and Because we're going to pee in the morning. And I've got this blanket on me and I've got the door closed and I am fucking roasting. (laughs) (laughs) My ass is wet and I have to pee. But the thing that I was going to say about the U.S. is it just feels so overproduced to me. That even like what the queens are doing up there, it's not even like it's it's their thing. It's just that they're doing what they've been told to do, and it's like they're struggling with it. It's not it's not like it, there's it's anything organic. Like with the UK, I find that it's very organic and it's real feeling. With the US, it just seems like a machine. Like it's so produced. It's too much. I don't know why they're doing this. It's too well, you know, much. You're doing
1: so too much. Too much. <laughs> Bob the drag queen show. You know, first purse. I mean, purse, purse. First impressions. Right. Um. And she's doing UK. Trixie's doing US. She's doing UK. And I watched um last week's, or I think it was last week's when she was with Thorge because I never saw the whole thing. And those two together, first of all, are drag queen magic. They're yep. so great together. They're really they love each other. They're friends. It's just fabulous to watch them. Yep. And immediately we're just like, I'm so... Bob was like, the UK is so much better than the US. They're like, that's what Drag Race is. And the talent, and it's just fun, just what they're doing. It's more real. And it's just better. And it is better.
0: It is. I mean, the talent, I don't know if I would say the talent is I mean, the talent's the same. It's just what they make them do, and the f- the format of the show and the flavor, It just seems very forced. It, yes, there's more money being poured into the U.S. I get all of that, but you don't need to do all of that diddling with shit and trying to create a story.
1: Just let it happen, because it will happen. Yeah. It's happened before. That's why, like I like I had said before, that UK is like early drag u early drag race U.S.
0: Yeah, uh, um, the snatch game in the UK. I thought that was good. I was sad to see that Lawrence bombed it, Lawrence Cheney. I do love him, uh, but he's right. Why do the comedy queens always bomb the comedy challenges? Every because they overthink time.
1: Because they get in their heads about comedy, and so when they're not doing a comedy piece, it just flows. Yeah, they're just funny. It's yep. off their cuff. It's it's crazy. I agree. I did like the U.S., um, the uh, the chorus line, like you need to audition for Foxy between Rosé and Denali.
0: <laughs> oh, Denali was getting so upset because she couldn't get it. She's like, well,
1: I'm good. I'm good. Look at me. Look at me. I can't stand her. I know. And I'm telling you, after that. That last episode I'm like sit down and shut up and quit you're crying you're crying every week that you didn't win and I know. you were the clearly the best I know shut best. up and sit down look at me look at me I'm good I'm good damn it I'm good I'm like uh evidently <laughs> you're not cuz no one's fucking picking you lady <laughs> You were good at the beginning before they saw your drag Yeah I just what did you think about Anne Hathaway
0: I thought it was cute. I thought it was good. I'm glad that she was on there.
1: Yeah. And news to me, and I'm assuming news to you, she was ninth, the ninth choice for Devil Water's Prada.
0: I didn't know that, actually.
1: Right. Yeah. You did?
0: No, I did not.
1: Oh. Yeah, I was no. like, oh, wow.
0: Yeah. That was a great, that was just such a great role. That whole movie was just, every time oh, that comes that. on, I watch it every time. I do,
1: too. I can't stop. So, like, the breaking news of, you know- of Rue season 13 is so all over Twitter too. It's like, uh, we're already two months into drag race and there's only four Queens that are gone. This is the season that's going to last a thousand shows. Like people are just like, good God. Like there should be half the people are gone. Then they're like, candy gets sent home. And lo and behold, the queen stays like once again, here we are eight Queens.
0: Well, you know, I was cheering when Candy was finally out. And then Rue brings her back. I cannot stand her. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I fucking cannot stand her. She is a pig.
1: I am like, Rue, did you do that for drama? Like, stop yes, already. Of course. Stop already.
0: Let her go. Stop. Again, that goes back to what I'm saying about the producing part. You know, stop trying to keep people on just because they ex- have an explosive personality. You're going to have drama. You're going to get good TV if Candy Muse isn't there. Stop making stupid people famous.
1: Yes. So I thought I knew because I was cheering, and then I was just like, "What? What? What?" Right.
0: <laughs> like,
1: it was. It was crazy, and uh, I knew you would just like throw and stuff at the uh, TV. I was like, "Damn." I was so.
0: like to take your words throwing a shoe. I was throwing my high heel at the TV. I just wanted her gone. I just was so happy, and I thought this was it. And I know it wasn't. I was crestfallen.
1: I know. So we'll see what happens this week. But then I thought immediately, like, well, are they going to do an eight panel snatch right. this week? Yeah. So that's kind of where, where my head was with that. But really glad back to, across the pond, Bimini Bombulash won. Love that, which was great. Yep. She should have one. She was heli- her snatch was great, her runway, her seaside, it w- everything. Everything was great. That was two weeks ago, um, but yeah, it was it was good. So yeah, happy love- with that, and excited again for tomorrow night's uh, drag UK.
0: I, I love Bimini. I I think she may be my favorite. Her and Lawrence Cheney, love them. The 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 um, Queens on lockdown. I watched that too. And it was just great to see what they all did when they were on lockdown in the U.K. And Bimini learning how to do the splits. Now I understand why you said that. Because she taught herself, that bitch fucking taught herself how to do the splits during the pandemic. And then, boom, she came out and she jumped from that (laughs) box and landed in the splits. I'm like, she brought
1: you the talent she taught herself on a seven-month break. And I was like, you go, sister.
0: Great. And then she got to walk in some fashion show in the U.K. this weekend, too. I saw that.
1: Yeah, I think it's actually like UK Fashion Week is what yeah. it was all over Twitter and it's different stuff that she did. And I thought that was pretty fantastic.
0: I thought it was great. And she did a great job. I saw her look when she was walking. She's got that look like a runway type, like androgynous looking, like alien kind of look that she's going for. So I thought that was good. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I guess that kind of does it for a... Uh,
0: for a RuPaul for- recap did you hear ball. really, really quick? I just wanted to talk about these guys because I was kind of sad that Daft Punk is breaking up.
1: Yeah, I heard about it and didn't dig too much. And what? And then you say in that, it's like that's yeah. That's a, they've been together a long. They were part of the huge. They were the EDM movement,
0: <laughs> right? That's what. And I wrote that down here in my notes and the stuff that I was reading. Twenty eight years they were together. Twenty eight years, French duo. And, you know, I assume it's amicable. No one really knows because they don't really talk. They don't do interviews. But they made this video and put it on YouTube. And uh, it was released on Monday night. It now has probably 16, 17 million views by now. Uh, but basically, the two are out in the middle of a desert. They are talking telepathically, saying goodbye to each other. One of them takes their, his coat off, and the other guy sets the timer off, and he walks off and explodes after 59 seconds. And I'm like, okay, I guess that maybe it really is it. Although a lot of people are saying that this is just a whole ploy. Don't get, don't get all upset because this is all a whole big thing because they're going to have a comeback album, a reunion tour. Like they're, they're kind of like of that ilk where they want to like fuck with their people in a good way. You know, like it's like you, you're part of the, you're part of not the joke, but you're part of the bit. And, um, you know, people are saying that they're going to come back, but If not I mean I think that's just like kind of crazy like they definitely were like you said the pioneers of the EDM movement you know they had a ton of songs uh, you know some of these that you've heard like around the world love that song
1: you can put that on I mean any dance floor anytime anywhere and everyone's so happy
0: it's so good I mean all of these things and I mean like this one Yeah, that's Pharrell. Um, and then Lose Yourself to Dance. I mean, these are just a few of all of their songs that are just insane. And without them, I really don't think there would be an Armin Van Buren or a Tiesto or a Cascade or a Calvin Harris or a Diplo or a Vici. Like, all these guys really are because of them. But I think that the, the song for me that really I identified with was that Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Do you remember this? And what happened was this turned into this internet sensation Where people wrote the words harder, better, faster, stronger all over their body Like on the inside of their leg, their thigh, their arm, their wrist, their chest And these two
1: hot, hot
0: fucking guys set the internet on fire back in 2008 And did this better than anyone I mean you can go look at it, there's so many millions of views on that but I remember jerking off to these guys because they are so fucking hot. I love it. Before there was really, like, I really, like, knew where to, like, get porn. And, like, it was, like, out there readily available. They're sitting there. They're standing there in this, like, just rundown room. And they're doing this harder, better, faster, stronger dance. And I was just like, look at how fucking hot. these little little, little guys. They're, like, fun-sized gays. But they are so hot. But I just remember jerking off to them because they are so cute. <laughs> I love that. So anyway. Did
1: you ever see the uh, Daft Punk? Of course, I didn't know about this, so I don't have the name of it. But there's a documentary. They did a documentary. No. Yeah, you should go look for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I don't know where you can find. It. I'm sure you can find it on the internets, but uh, it might even still be in the world of Netflix and something like that. But they've there's a. It might. It might even be as they look back. It's either just them or kind of an EDM. Yeah, And they're, like, featured, clearly. All right, I'll check that out. Well, girl, I think we've covered some good stuff. And as always, so much more to talk about next week.
0: As always, there is...
1: Ooh, we're going to get a report from P-Town, which that's kind of cool.
2: I agree. (laughs) I agree. Good, DJ Eugene.
0: We are going to go to P-Town tomorrow, yes. Rob and I are going to go see Peaches and Daddy have a little change of scenery go up cook out uh go do a little day trip to see some antique shops maybe eat on the water somewhere Um, oh
1: that's good that'll be fun
0: it'll be fun yeah it's good to get away so let me go in there rob is in the living room right now probably waiting for me to come out and debrief on the show that we just had
1: hello robes
0: (laughs) i thought i was i was gonna invite him in to talk but i thought fuck it he's in there doing his own thing (laughs) <laughs> right we don't have time to fit him in today
1: no we've like once again here we are here Gotta we are go.
0: another hour and 15 boom like that but we covered some great ground
1: absolutely
0: everyone's been updated on the events of the week
1: uh fabulous be and safe and, driving thank It'll you be so much fun
0: thank you thank you thank you all right until we meet again
1: see you on the dance floor